Good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we start off in decency and order. And we're going to come out of Matthews 11, 29 and 30. And it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We carry some heavy burdens, y'all. And you just got to give it to God. Being with God is not a burden. It's, It's not something that you can't bear. It strengthens all your weaknesses. When you're going through, it's t- you definitely got to go towards God. Amen. Dad, Father, thank you, God, for bringing us here through the midweek. Bless this show. Bless everybody that's listening. Let a seed be planted that somebody can be able to grow closer to you, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for all the things that you're blessing us with. The elevation you're bringing in our lives. Continue to bless everybody that listens to us. Bless everybody that's out there that's that is just wondering about you. Let them be able to have a confirmation about you, God, so that they can be able to say, "What can I do to be saved?" God, we just love you and we glorify you, God. Continue to bless us. Continue to be with us. Continue to show us the way that you want us to show. Bless the people that's listening live right now, and bless all the people that's listening in the playback, so that they can be able to see the true you, God. And God, just give that relationship with them. And God, we love you, we glorify you, and we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. And what I have to say is this. Go follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Jay Calhoun on Facebook. And um, go download Jesus, You Make Me Happy on all available streaming platforms. A new song is coming out soon. Definitely can't wait to drop that. I say probably, I I will date it because I have a time frame. I'll say probably next month in March it will be releasing. So definitely stay tuned for some new music, y'all. Yep, that's Pastor J. And this is Chris Johnston. You can find me at St. Chris J. As well as com, which is actually getting ready to go into construction. Um, you can go and get uh, Chasing After You on all digital media. I'm chasing. I haven't did it in a minute. Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you can go get Chasing After You on all digital media outlets. Um, you can think of it, it's there. And then um, you can also get it on my website, um, as well as the acoustic version. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook, St. Chris J. Amen. And make sure that you follow. A woman of many titles, we call her the love child, but she has many titles. She's a pastor. She's a teacher. She's a doctor. Dr. Marvinetta Clay, y'all. Make sure you go follow Dr. Marvinetta Clay. And did y'all know she an angel? That is her middle name, actually. Putting it on there. Don't bust her out like that. She she an angel. I'm done with you. Anyway, if you want to hear the angelic voice of Dr. Marvinetta Clay, go to her website, drmarvinettaclay.com. Get her single worship for Elva. And she's going to come soon with Fly Away. Amen. Amen. If you, if you don't know about Fly Away, it's because you missed the John P. Key concert where she opened up for 
Pastor John P. Key, and she sung Fly Away, and she took the whole crowd by surprise. Everybody wanted that song, and she's coming to popular demand to be able to bring this song, the most requested song, Fly Away, by Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Make sure you go get it. It's coming out soon in fruition. And one thing I would like to say is this, y'all. Make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app. Listen, you know, it's not just our show that you could listen to us. You could you could listen to gospel all day, every day, 24-7. No matter what it is, the station's always on, even when we're not on. And definitely listen to our other shows that's on where we have Girls Chat Sport. We have um, Show Underwood, Spiritual Nourishment, and us. Amen. So definitely check us out. And stay posted with all the music and all that good stuff. And what am I missing anything? Go follow El. Oh yeah, go follow our social media where you can be able to see all the current updates of what Anointed Radio is doing. Where you can go to LV Anointed Radio on all digital platforms: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type in LV Anointed Radio. You can be able to follow us, see the posts, see who's coming, how to see a past show, who's been on the show. All kind of great things. So make sure you follow because we try to get more followers. So please, please, y'all go follow. Amen. Amen. So we going to go into a church announcement. And with church announcements, as we prepare for all our church announcements, because church announcements are starting to rack up now. A lot of them. (laughs) So with that being said, I want to welcome you to... Welcome you to some and introduce you to others, Pastor Fred Jackson. What's the name of this church? Hey, man, I think we've never said our name of our church. Our church is Little Rock on the side of the road, Baptist missionary, apostolic church of Christ. Hallelujah. Huh. Even the acronyms alone. Who made that up? Uh, it was actually the deacon board. I, I didn't want this church. I just wanted to be called Truth. Truth Church. I must not have been on the deacon board. Uh-huh. Back in 1972. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the name of the church. Amen, everybody. We uh-huh. have the church announcements, but doing little housekeeping rules mm-hmm. make sure that when you eat candy ah. drink water bottles and food in the sanctuary which ain't supposed to be in the sanctuary make sure you throw it away mm-hmm. and I've got from the ushers stop crumbling up your dollars ah. You ain't hiding that you put in a dollar. Just put the dollar in there. It take them all day to clean up the trash and, and unfold all them crumbled up dollars in the back. They want to go home too. So with that being said, please be in decency and order and neat. If it's your baby tearing up the, 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 the Marlif King Bible fans that we didn't had for 45 years, you owe us money. Amen. Those are collectible items. You could rip up the funeral ones, but not Martin Luther King. Mm. 
that's been there for some generations. It's Black History Month, hallelujah. Uh-huh. And we got to honor those folks, including yeah. the Mall of King church fans. Yeah, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. So, in our church announcements, fathers, we have Deacon here. And he's going to talk about the Blakely extravaganza mm-hmm. weekend event. Uh-huh. That is will be the March 6th through the 8th. Um, you will start with the Family and Friends concert at Victory Missionary Baptist Church starting at 7 o'clock p.m. It will feature various artists, groups, and choirs from around the Las Vegas area that he has uh, worked with over the years. Hallelujah. And then the next day at 6 o'clock p.m. at the New Jerusalem Baptist Church on the Martin Luther the King, you have the, the celebration concert with Miss Nikita Clegg Fox. J.J. Uh, Harrison and Joshua Copeland. The tickets are $45 for VIP, $25 for general admission, and if you have a child that is 2 to 12 years of old age, uh, they must pay $12, meaning if they are taking up a seat in the sanctuary, we need them to get a ticket. Hallelujah. Now, if they're going to sit on your lap during ah. the whole thing, you might be able to slide. But I don't think you want no 12-year-old child sitting on your lap during yeah, service. It's way too big. Uh-huh. And then on the following day, on the 8th, which will wrap up the whole weekend, at God's House International at 7 o'clock p.m., they will have the Greater St. Paul Concert Reunion Choir. They'll be featured in concert. So if you ever attended the Greater St. Paul Church of God in Christ here in the city of Las Vegas... And was a part of that choir, that is for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And we have coming up Brother Dave Backer's event coming for the youth, because the youth is the future of the church. Hallelujah. And ah. Just Faith Ministries presents Youth for Christ. February 16th, start at 3 p.m., not 4 p.m., not 6 p.m., but at 3 p.m. That means be there early. Like the Gap Band you said back in my day, where you gotta get up early in the morning. Yeah. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, February 16th, 3 to 5, is gonna be at Just Faith Apostolic Ministries, 311 Madison Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. Yeah. And that event's gonna have some great things. Gonna have guest speaker, Minister Jimmy, Jimmy Banks. Jamel. Jamel Banks. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, Deacon. I didn't have, I guess my glasses can't read well. You need new ones. <laughs> then the MC gonna be Pastor Jamie Pollard. It's gonna be a great night that night. Uh-huh. Then we have coming up on the 21st. Alright. Christ the King Christian Fellowship. Uh-huh. Set of fire. We setting the church on fire? The roof, the roof, the roof on fire. Because the oh. fire shut up in my bones. I'll shut it. I don't think I'm going to that church if it's going to be on fire. It, it, it ain't going to be on fire. We just say we got to set the fire for the youth to be on fire for Christ. You setting the youth on fire? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. So be there and be in attendance at Christ the King Fellowship, <laughs> Christian Fellowship. 4085 North Rancho, Suite 110, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh-huh. 89131. The host is Ronnie Thomas. Praise him. The guest speaker is Dante Riley. That boy good. 
We got Chris Johnson singing. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. We got Clayton Johnson. They oh. cousins. I think they cousins. We're not related. Rain, uh, Royal Rain. Who's that? Rain Royal. She reigns royally. She she reigns royally. Ah. Oh, Hallelujah. Sean Flacco and God's poet. They, oh. they they mares now. Praise him. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that is those announcements for. Oh, wait. Special shout out. Got to do a special shout out. Today is uh no was it today? Yes today is today the twelfth. Oh Lord. Today is the twelfth. Special shout out to Bishop and Lady Thomas from the Hallelujah. Reconciliation Apostolic Ministries. It is their thirtieth wedding anniversary on Hallelujah. today. Hallelujah. So special shout out to time. them. They've been married long time. Long, long. And we give God time. praise. Hallelujah. That's that's a blessing. Yeah, that's a blessing to be married that long. I remember yeah, my Lucille get... back in the day. We was married, and then she went to Puerto Rico. But that's a whole different story. Was it with the pool boy? Nah, it was with housekeeping. Ah. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. But anyway, yeah. hallelujah. Praise, praise the Lord for First Lady and Bishop Thomas that has been married in holy matrimony for 30 years. Yeah. Some people can't even be boyfriend and girlfriend for 30 minutes, but they made 30 years. Hallelujah. Praise God. And those are your church announcements. We are sponsored still by the Raiders. Thank you, God. Sponsored by the Smiths. And Wesson. Smith's Grocery Store. And Wesson. And we're sponsored by GamerClouds.com. Get your 24-hour gaming news, gameplay, and everything else from GamerClouds.com. Clouds with S. And you can even buy games on there. Headsets and controllers discounted on Gamer Clouds. Just click on it, take it to Amazon on that laptop or computer and get your gaming needs. Amen. Amen. And that is your church announcement. Please govern yourself accordingly. Please do not rush the front. And when you leave, please don't throw nothing out on the way out the parking lot. Amen. And that was your announcements. Amen. Church announcements done. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go into the mix. And with the mix, I want to... I want to come up. I was thinking about it. I was like, who I want to play today? And that's who I think I'm going to play today. I think I'm going to play. Ernest Pugh came out with a new song, y'all. Did he? And it's called God Wants to Heal. Oh. I think, is it me? I think it's one of them. But I want to play his song, Ernest Pugh's new single, God Wants to Heal. I want to say me or you. But it goes to both of them. It must not be quite out yet. It's out. I just got to click on the buttons for me to be able to read the rest of it. So, Uh, y'all like this new track from Ernest Pugh, God Wants to Heal You. That's the name of the song? That's the name of the song. Uh, Hope y'all like it. God will see you through 
take the pain away. God wants to heal you. Yes, He does. Listen, God shall provide for you each and every day. So lift your hands and say, Lord, I need you. I need you right where I know he will each and every day. Each and every Come on, just lift your hands and begin to thank him for the healing right now. Mm, yeah. Come on, let me hear you worship him all over the house tonight. God is in the room to heal you tonight. His presence is here. this little song. Like the dew in the morning gently rest upon my heart like you do every morning
Amen. We are back, and we have Magic Murray from the Las Vegas Strip with us this morning. Well, I want to say this morning, what? this evening, everybody. Nighttime. Welcome, Magic Murray, y'all. All right. What's up? How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Amen. So one thing I wanted to just ask, and it's a famous Pastor Jay Icebreaker question. If you could yep. travel anywhere in the world, where will you go? I would travel probably back to see my dad in heaven, probably. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's deep. Probably. Yeah. <coughs> Lost move five years ago, so that's probably where I travel, yeah. I've been around the world a couple times, so that seems pretty cool. Hey, man. Awesome. That's, a, that's dope. <laughs> I like that <laughs> answer. Okay. Yeah. So, Magic Murray, where is your hometown and where do you reside now? Well, my hometown is Vancouver, Canada, British Columbia. I'm originally from Vancouver, Canada, and I now live in um, uh, Vegas. Of course, I've been here since 2002. I had my first, um, I had my first um, headlining show at the Frontier. The Frontier. Wow. Yeah, which is now a parking lot. So there. Right. <laughs> I was like, what is that? You, I'm a so, young man. Yeah, I know. Right? Nothing about the that Frontier. That was before his time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because I was sitting there at the Frontier. Right, like, I'm like, where's that at? I don't I know like, nothing about no Frontier. <laughs> like the airline? They, they, right, they had a hotel. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, the new Frontier used to be the lot right across from the Wynn Hotel. And mm -hmm. when I started in 2002, the lot across from the uh, from the Frontier, that hotel wasn't there. That was that was the Desert Inn. And uh, wow. the Desert Inn, they basically, yeah, they, um, they knocked that down. And then they built the Wynn. And then, of course, the Frontier went. So it's pretty funny. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we're losing a lot mm -hmm. of our good history. <laughs> right here in Las Vegas. Right. I love Vegas history. Or any showbiz history, you know, I collect a lot of it too myself. So you, so, you know, yeah, I was so. here for um what was the one that uh collapsed that had the ladies in the front? The show the showgirl ladies. You're talking about um, the Riviera. Riviera. Yeah, the Riviera Crazy Girls show used to be there and then it moved to Planet Hollywood and um and um, and now, ironically, my girlfriend Danny, who've been together for two and a half years now, she uh, she's the host of Crazy Girls, which is now Planet Hollywood. Wow! Wow! So, I wanted to ask, um, what got you to get into show business? Oh, nice! Yeah, you know. Say it one more time. I think you broke up a little bit on the go. I was saying, what was um, what got you to get into show business? Anything to avoid school? No. Um, <laughs> I feel you on that one. I don't know. You know, it was a good answer. I thought, but you know, I always loved entertainment. Ever since the age of five, you know, I saw everybody on television. You know, from you know, from Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis, Dean Martin, you know, Lawrence Welk show, Arthur Duncan, who was a phenomenal tap dancer back in the day, he was a very dear friend of mine. You know, I saw these great entertainers, and I thought, man, I want to do that. You know, how do you get to do that? You know, and. Uh, and now, at my age now, I look back and go, wow, I didn't realize it was that hard. <laughs> but now I'm not turning back, so I'm in now. But at the time, you know, you have a dream, you want to work hard, and you just kind of, you go for it, you know. And I, I love that idea of I just could not believe you got paid to walk on stage. I mean, who does that, you know? Wow. Yeah. So what was some of the things that you could say, giving advice for people that's trying to walk behind in your shoes? What were some of the things that you would say just of and what to be aware of? I would say never give up. You know, um, the biggest failure that most people 
don't realize um, or the reason why they fail is that they don't realize how close to success they were. Like when you go to auditions, you know, to be on TV or you're a singer or you're an actor, dancer, whatever it is. And say you go to 40 auditions and you didn't get anything. And then you go, that's it. I'm going to totally quit and give it up. Well, because you think you're probably one of the last ones that were chosen or one of the last ones that would have, um, you know, been picked. But guess what? Out of those 40 auditions, what if you knew you were the second person they would have chosen if they didn't get the person they want? What, what wow. if you knew you were that close? Would you give up that easy? Mm. I think the answer is no. And that's the thing. We never know that we are the second or third person of choice. We always think, oh, we're the 40th, 50th. They never looked at us. And if you actually knew, you know, the longer you do a business, the longer and the better you get at it, a lot of people don't realize how close they were to getting that role or to getting that job. You know, and if, if you would have known, you probably would have hung in there longer. And that's that's the biggest mistake most people make. They give up too soon, you know, and, and don't realize how close they were to hitting their goal. Wow. wow. I like that. So how do you juggle everything? Because I know I see you traveling all over the place doing shows. You was on the CW. You you have yep. a YouTube account. How do you juggle everything? You know, I think it's work hard, play hard, you know. And that's an easy statement to say, though, because what does that really mean, you know? And, you know, when people want to do things like magic. I mean, let's be honest. Magic, that what I do for a living, magic, is right down there by clown and juggler. You know, it's not, you know, it's Nobel Peace Prize winner. I'm not a radiologist. I'm not some doctor right, making the new heart. You know, I'm just doing tricks for a living, you know. So so I'm way down there, you know. And, and you know, you sit back and kind of try to figure out how do you stay in the game? How do you stay active? And, and how do you how do you pay the bills you know and basically what i always tell people is you know you it's one of those things where you really have to give it your all and what people you know people always say oh you if you dream it you can do it and yes that's that you can you know what i mean you go to hollywood new york wherever you want to go and try to make you can but people don't they forget to add in this other part you got to work 24 hours seven days a week mm. there's no weekends when you're trying to make it there is no vacations you know, my first vacation was last year with my girlfriend. We went to Cabo for like six days. And I took my mom and her. I hadn't had a vacation for 15 years. Wow. I've never had a vacation. You know, I just, it's not in my vocabulary. And so that's the part people miss out a lot, I believe. So, so that's where I sit back and go, well, I, I you know, I think, um, th and, and the thing is, I'm also one to work really hard. So every day when I wake up as, as a, you know, an entrepreneur or self-employed, if I would do something good in that day, I get a booking, I call 10 agents, I move my career forward more, then that evening I can sit down and have a glass of wine, you know, relax, go to a party and take my time and relax. But if I haven't done anything, I have a very hard time relaxing because I don't feel like I've worked hard that day in my world to be able to relax that day. You know what I mean? That's just mm -hmm. my work ethics in my head. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I, I see a lot of my friends, you know, and they, you know, they'll work hard and, and they think they worked hard because they sent one email. I'm like, no, that's not working hard in my book. Not, not for me, at least, you know, that wouldn't allow me to relax that evening. You know, I'd have to put a bit more time in, you know, promoting myself, trying to get a gig in, in, you know, improve my show or whatever. So it's that work hard, play hard. So if I get up at seven in the morning, you know, do a lot of work for the business and volunteer, I do a lot of volunteer stuff as well. And just, you know, promote and, you know, be a good person. Then in that evening when seven o'clock hits, I can sit there, go see a movie, relax, uh, you know, go spend money on a nice dinner or something, you know? So it's just the way I kind of balance myself out. But if I don't, or I don't feel like I've done anything that great that day um, in regards to work or moving my career or life better or forward, I, I don't take the night off. You know, I don't, you know, so okay. that's kind of how I balance it out. Wow. 
So out of all of the, the things you've done, because you've been in industry for a, a, a while now. Yeah, a long time. 35, 40, 40 years now. Wow, that's awesome. What yeah. is your greatest accomplishment that you've done in all of your career? I don't know. My, my greatest accomplish, accomplishment, I think, is I have um, made my parents happy. You know, I think that's what we all strive for. If you like your parents and if you get along with your parents, you know, all that stuff, you know what I mean? Um, you know, cause Hey, everyone's got a different situation. Right. So, but I think a lot of us at the end of the day, we, we try to please our parents or our guardians or our grandparents, whoever raised us, you know, whoever, you know, wants to make us feel proud. You know, I think that's kind of a big thing, whether it be going to school, doing well on something. Cause I just think there's, you know, that's kind of who we're trying, or maybe as a spouse or a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is. So, I think that was a big and magic is not on that list. You know, you kind of got to carve your own little job isn't there. You have to make it yourself. You know, like a ventriloquist, you know, who the hell goes, you know, I really got to just not move my lips, but then move my lips a lot. You know what I mean? And get paid. <laughs> well, my hands up the rear end of a doll. That's mm. not a lot. You know, how well, a lot of people don't really, you know, see that as go, you know, that's, that's how I'm going to make my million, you know? So you got to have a love for it. And people don't realize you have to love it. You don't do it for the money. Money mm. comes with it. The money's mm. good to pay the bills, but you do it because you love it. Because if you're doing it for the money, the first five to 10 years, you're going to really be let down. Mm. you know because there's not much money in it because you got to be good you got to find places to work and for people to accept you to work and to try to look good and be good and then you got to act like you're more famous than you really are because you want to get booked and get a paycheck you know it's a whole thing you know and then when you're really good or people think that you're good then you hope to god you're as good as they think you are it's on the other <laughs> side of the coin you know like when you're Elton john you think oh christ you know i hope i'm as good as i was in the 70s and 80s you know because they think i'm good still you know and, and he is you know but but there's you know there's that other problem where you get so popular where people really think you're great and they go, oh Christ, I hope I hope I'm as great as they think I am, you know. Mm. Amen. So true. That was yeah. some gems right there. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, it is. Right. Absorbing all of that. Okay. Me too. I like that. Because I, I think in in just in entertainment as a general singer, actor, performer, in anybody that's in the front, I guess you say in the forefront and using your gift in front of everybody, especially when it's in for a career. A lot of times you get let down in the first five years because you're like, man, I'm not that age where somebody, you know, because every everybody don't have the same success rate at the same time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times That's we right. see mainstream where you're like, you see this one little kid blow up off a viral video <laughs> and you've been doing videos for four years. And you're like, I get That's like right. 12 likes, <laughs> right? but yeah. I get my yeah. faithful 12 likes every time, mm -hmm. though. <laughs> but this person yeah. is posting nothing. You're like... <laughs> They get like a million likes. What's happening? Mm -hmm. Yes, a hundred percent. And I, I think, I think what you said was that's key to me is that you gotta do it because you have a passion for it, not just because you're chasing the dollar. A hundred percent. It's it's a big, it's a big deal. You have to because look, you know, it's different. Well, here's a perfect example. You go to school to be a doctor, a chiropractor. You go to school for eight years, another two. 
hopefully there's, a, there's an office that takes you in that you can intern or apprentice. And then hopefully by the 15th year, you have your own practice and you spend the next 20 years paying off your student loans because they're $180,000. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. um, so that's the reason you have that debt because you decided to go to a vocation that you need education. Everyone can learn as long as you can read, right? And so you've learned the skill, but it costs money. So now you're in debt yourself to $180,000. And now you got to spend the rest of your life to get out of it. And hopefully by 55 or 60, you might be out of it and own your house. Um, when comedy and magic and all that, it's it, it's similar, but we just don't spend the 108,000. We probably lose that times two just trying to live, sleeping in our cars, sleeping on friends' couches, going to open mics, doing variety and, and free shows just to get seen, you know, and, and to get good. You know, at home, you can look in a mirror and, um, and try to do tricks or comedy or sing if you want and that mirror loves you you know why because it's you and you're mm-hmm. looking at yourself and you're, you couldn't be better you're killing the room you know but it's only you uh and then when you walk in that stage it's a totally different vibe when people are looking at you mm-hmm. you know the waitress drops a tray somebody sneezes uh, lights don't work the mic isn't plugged in and all of a sudden that's when you really test your skill of being an entertainer i don't care whether you're a singer dancer magician ventriloquist comedian you know and that's when you really get your ropes you know it's kind of like riding a horse you may know how to pet a horse and, and maybe comb and, and groom a horse but once you get on a horse boy it's a little different when you're way up there mm-hmm. you know falling down is a bit harder you know what i'm saying yeah so so that's kind of the business i, I wanted to always i want always ask people this because everybody's uh, uh answer is different when you yep. got tropicana and it's just like this and you got the atmosphere and everybody's like well i'm here at the show how was your very first show at the tropicana oh i was nervous you know, I had all the writers come in. Robin Leach was there and Mike Weatherford, who wrote that time, and John Katz and a lot of other people. And, you know, I was walking on stage at Tropicana's back in 2012, my very first time. And not only was I walking on and in a hotel called the Tropicana, I was walking on a stage that had the last factory behind me and Laugh factory is probably one of the top four comedy clubs in the world you know right. next to the comedy store and the improv you know they're nationally known you know and so i'm thinking oh my god i gotta be really funny really good and, you know there's a lot of people that's walked on the stage that are very very famous they've done their time so so here i am you know and, and so it was very nerve-wracking and hoping that i could meet the bill to be funny enough to be allowed on that stage because i do magic obviously but i want to make sure i was funny enough you know, to accommodate the fact that I should be on a Laugh Factory stage, not just a regular stage. It was almost twofold, you know, and mm-hmm. and you know, I always did my comedy. And it was funny, but you know, when you're when you're going on a comedy club stage, you can't just do a trick and then have a joke that's half-assed. You kind of got to be funny, you know, mm-hmm. along with the trick that works. Hopefully, you know. So so was, yeah, a lot of pressure. It's exciting. There's a lot of pressure. You know, but I love a challenge. You know, I always look for the mountain to climb. I never look for the flat field to run across. You know what I mean? That's too easy. Wow. I can do that any day. <laughs> right. You know? Okay. Yeah. So now that in your time now, you're at Tropicana, what other projects that you have coming up? I got a bunch of stuff. I just um, licensed about nine of my YouTube clips to a new show that's going to travel channel. It's going to be airing in May called Mind Blown Magic camera so we just licensed about nine of my clips that have been on youtube for years um stuff that if anyone watches my channel would know them you know and so that's kind of cool it's kind of nice doing tv when you've already done it you just got to sell them the, <laughs> sell them the footage again you know <laughs> and make a couple bucks you know and uh, i'm back at the tropicana sign another year contract here and i just finished filming um a bunch of episodes for my seventh season on cw masters of illusion which starts airing in june and then we just filmed the four 
new episodes of Pawn Stars, and uh, they've just signed a bank of 40. I go on every odd time to be the expert, so they're going to start airing. I think they started airing last month. And then last but not least, I just got news a couple days ago that I'm, I'm bumping into a show here in Las Vegas, along with my own, across the street at the Luxor Hotel called Fantasy. I'm going to be doing the um, guest spot in that show for the weekend and into early next week. Because uh, I know the producer, very dear friends of mine, and they, they asked if I'd come in. And I said, yeah, I'd love to come in. So, wow. so there it is. There you go. Wow. That's the news of the day. But, uh, and then today, we're just taking like a staycation day. Me and my girlfriend got a few friends here, uh, the Tropicana. We're just kind of chilling out, you know, got a couple of entertainer friends, a very dear friend of mine, Richie Lee, who's a great comedian. He's in town. He's been, he tours all the time and he uh, works with me on the road and we got a couple other friends coming up to hang out, tape face and Rick from the pawn shop and all that. So, so it's nice to chill out, you know, so that's kind of what I do. I work my ass off this afternoon and now I can sit back with a few friends, talk to you guys for a few minutes and just take it easy, you know? Awesome. Amen. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Work hard. Work hard and, play be, hard. and, and be able to play hard and be yeah. able to relax. Work hard, play hard. Yeah, hard, it's great. That's what I'm, you do. I'm you know what I mean? So. so, where can everybody find you? Where? What's your website? What's your social media? And all that good jazz. And your YouTube channel. You can find me everywhere. My YouTube is Magic Murray. And then on my Instagram, it's Murray Saw Chuck and Magic Murray. It's both. And then um, you can always Google, put in the Google engine Murray the Magician. You'll see more things than you ever want to see on there. You know what I mean? And my Twitter's Murray Saw Chuck. So we bounce between all the names because when you do TV, they want to use your full name. When you walk on stage, they want to use their coin name, which is Murray the Magician. So check out all my socials. Say hi to me and come see me at Tropicana. I'm here five days a week, you know? So, so how much are tickets at the Tropicana? Just go ahead uh, they vary. Up. They go from uh, they go from to twenty nine dollars up to sixty five dollars. You know what I mean? So, so and you can go on Groupon. There's all sorts of deals and stuff like that. So come hang out, see me, and you know, chill yeah, out. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to first of all say thank you on the behalf of Noita Radio for coming on and telling us about your story and all the great things that you're doing here in Las Vegas. So we definitely want to say we appreciate you and we're here to support you. So if you have any shows or anything like that, let us know. We'll let everybody know. So they come and check you out and check out your shows. And we just thank you for coming on, spending time. Cause the most valuable I, thing. I appreciate it. Thank time. you. And you guys are always invited to my show. Anytime you want to come down, you're always a guest, right? Yeah. Awesome. And thank you for having me on your show. Love chatting with you guys. And I wish you continued success. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Love you. Have a great week. All right. You too. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Magic Murray, y'all. Uh, yeah. He threw some gems out there. Oh, yeah. He did. Work hard, play hard. No, the mm. thing that got me the most is this, though. When he said, you're going to spend at least two times 180000 over your career trying to find a place to stay, spending all your money to just be able to get seen. Well, that, that, that goes without saying, because now that should have been a good nugget for all those independent artists. Uh, you're going to spend... Money. money. Thank you. That's why you probably need to keep your day job. Amen. Like I said. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> if you ain't got, if you ain't got, if God didn't tell you to go do it, I'm just putting it in God's head. I'm, I'm have you pray. <laughs> Don't blame God because you <laughs> decided you said, oh, God told me to go do full time. Make sure you no, hear his voice. Make sure. <laughs> I'm gonna just he say, told you to sure. go get a job. And 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 do ten percent of your dream while mm. you you stack right. up with your allow job. your job to finance your dream. Amen. Uh, hey. Until it becomes you don't need that uh -huh. job no more. 
Yeah. Amen. True. So guess what? I'll be staying right on my job. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Be chasing after you. Right. He's chasing. <laughs> he's looking for my bills to be paid. Thank Amen. you, Lord. I right Jesus. There. <laughs> oh yes. But now that 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 was some great nuggets that he talked about, and I love the fact that he said, you know, if he don't feel like he worked hard enough. He don't take that moment, to you know, rest, to, rest, to rest or, or to take that moment to do the other things because right. he felt like he didn't accomplish. And that should be a, a good thing to all of us. I mean, if you know you ain't pushing nothing, don't don't be sitting there acting like it's all good. You can't be mad if you ain't putting the effort. Right. In. And a lot, and, you know, I think I think in this culture nowadays, where a lot of people has expectation, but no worth ethic. Mm-hmm. I expect to have the bombest track. I expect to have the best concert. I expect to have the best revival. I expect this, but then you don't really put in the work. Yeah. The work. Yeah. You know, you you're 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 sometimey. You know, you're sometimes on it, then you sometimes you're off of it. Mm -hmm. And like he said, if you're not grinding on it, whatever you put in is what you're gonna get as a result. Mm -hmm. But the other part that he said that I loved, it was a twofold thing. If it ain't in your heart, and if it's all about money, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, I'm yeah, just saying that was that was a real gem because you got to think about how many people they see the luxury, they see mm -hmm. all the goodness. I'm in front of everybody. I right. you know the titles and all that, and then they don't see the, the sweat, hard, the tears. It's like an iceberg. You yeah. can see the tip of it. But you don't see how deep it really goes. Right. Because you only see about every performer, yeah. you just see about 20% of what they really do. Right. When you when you look on the back end, you don't see the rehearsals, the nights you up, the booking, mm -hmm. the emails, the, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Or it, even like even like a Beyonce, you don't see when she's in the studio like weeks at a time trying to put an album out or she's traveling how overnight. many albums didn't make it. Right. Because right. a lot of people don't realize this. Before you hear it on radio, there's probably been about 50 songs before that one single. If it's anything like they did with Motown, yeah, you <laughs> you got to go through a panel like, no, mm -hmm. you won't. Now nah, that that's not a hit. Uh -huh. Especially if you sign to a label, because right. labels don't play that. They'd be like, that's not our image. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it, it just shows you that, and I'm I'm telling everybody out there that's listening, you know, especially the ones that be on Facebook watching us, and then don't be saying nothing. I just want you to say, I want you to know this: if you're an artist. And you won't be taken serious. You got to put in the work, and you got to you got to be logic over emotion. Mm -hmm. If it don't make sense, it ain't gonna make no sense. Right. If, if it don't make sense, it ain't gonna make no sense. Right. Because you you putting your emotions and emotions has nothing to do with honing your skills. Right. At all. So true. You can sit here and be like, well, I feel feels ha feelings have nothing because I can tell you right now, if you go to any label, they don't have no feelings about your your music. They will sit there stone faced. They don't know you. They yeah. don't have no problems with you. So if you don't put your all, they will let you know. Mm -hmm. And that's just like what he was talking about with going to the comedy shows. If you don't if you're not ready to prepare for everything, mm -hmm. the mic not working. 
I've yeah. been in plenty of places where the mic not working. You just got to do what you got to do. Gotta do it. And, the, and like they say, the that. show must <laughs> we are not going to go on. That. <laughs> Let's get away from does. that subject because, listen, I have a whole bunch of stories and we're not going to get into that. It's all good. But <laughs> it, it needs to be said only because, um, you know, some people that don't have the integrity mm-hmm. of what they're doing, they depend and rely on things that they shouldn't be relying on. That's true. true. You know, so if you can can get past of that relationship or that closeness or you can take it to another level. Mm-hmm. But until you can get out of that part of knowing, you know, just holding on and latching on and knowing that you should be somewhere somewhere else, because you should be at a greater level as to the, the gift that God has put in you. Mm-hmm. You should be at a greater level, but you've allowed your own self. And other things, just say it like that, to hold you back. And, you know, yeah. I, I was reading this quote today, and it really got me because it was it's true. Your ego is preventing you from starting something new by fear of being a beginner again. Mm-hmm. You always going to have to learn something. Yep. Point blank. Point You blank. could be singing for 20 years, but I bet you mm-hmm. there's a method that you do not no, know. No, no. There's, there's some lyrics you do not know. Mm-hmm. There's a song that you don't know how to even arrange because it's out of your scope because we put in a box our talent. Mm-hmm. We only could do this much. I only could sing this way. Mm-hmm. I only could be presented this way. And if you really look at it, God gave you the gift, but it wasn't for you to just sit there and say, that's all that this gift is. You're supposed to expand in your gift. You're supposed to be able to learn more about your gift. Mm-hmm. If you only know a five-year-old concept of your gift, which a lot of, a lot of church folks do, I'm going to be honest. They've been singing since they were five years old. That's the only concept that they have. They didn't try to find classical training. They did not try to do anything. And then they get mad that they're limited. Mm-hmm. But you did not invest the time to get a book, get a teacher, get something to expand your knowledge of your five-year-old perception of what you learned. Mm -hmm. Because between three and five is when a lot of people realize, I'm a singer. (laughs) I like singing. That This is something I like to do. Even if it was forced, you just was like, well, I like this better than other stuff. Maybe you have a different testimony. Mm-hmm. I just like singing in the background. Singing in the background. <laughs> I got forced to lead praise and worship at seventeen. I was like, "Oh well, I guess I have to." And I was like, "It just grew from there." I sung my first solo with my back to the crowd. I sung my first solo though. I was young, but I was like, um, "Get me off the stage!" I rather direct the choir. I was directing and, the choir. and I had the mic like this. That's so embarrassing when I think about my first performance. I was fourteen years old, and they said, "Well, you the choir director, you need to be singing solos too." And I was like, "No, I just want to direct." So I was directing. We fall down, and I was so mad that I had to perform in front of people, and it was like a hundred and fifty people behind me, and I got my back to them singing. We fall. Oh wow. Down. Bad thing. But we get up. And, and then I went back to the choir. For us, and I was like, I just cut my whole solo short and went wow. back to the choir. Listen, I learned how to add up and direct at the same time. Yeah. But you, these are things that, you, you know, you have to deal with. I mean, depending on what, what, what position you've been put in. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause um yeah, I've been singing since I was, I don't know when, but my first song, my first song was at seven. And it was an old song that my grandmother used to sing. And a lot of people probably don't even know this song, but it's called Somebody Touch Me. And I still remember that song even to today. Mm. Still remember it. 
I know you don't. I remember. So, you know. No, that's your song. I no, don't no, remember no. my part. My, I was trying to no, do it. Mine. I was traumatized. I'm, I, well, I, see, I couldn't be traumatized. You know why I couldn't be? First of all, my grandmother was sitting in the audience. That was her song. And my mother was the musician of our choir. Mm. So, I had to get up there. That's the double whammy right there. Like, you know, I had to get they, up they there. They sitting there like this. Don't you mess my song? <laughs> Look, I'm glad my mama was on uh, usher. The usher board in the back. You, oh, yeah. you would have been the top usher if you became. Your life would be so different, Chris. The usher. And my grandmother was on the mother's board. <laughs> I could just image it like <laughs> if you would have chose a different route in your life, and you would have been like, "Mom, I'm an usher like you." Like you'd have been like, "Nah, I'm not gonna sing. I'm just gonna be an usher." You would have been the top usher. You'd have had a tight. You'd have had a tight ship. You would have been like. Nah, that one y'all is had calling. That, you'd have that march. Mm, that one is calling. I'm like, I do not like y'all got to stand the entire service. The more whole than, time. More than the choir got to. You got to be doorkeepers. Hey, nah, I've been told by multiple people and in the gospel industry, give... I'm a lazy Christian because I couldn't be an usher. Mm -mm. I could not. And they don't, like, back home, the churches we attended, because they were considered mega churches, if it was packed, the first to give up their seats were the ushers. Yep. Show enough and wow. had to stand in the back. Mm -hmm. no. So that's why I'm like, nope, no, I'm staying in the I just quiet. Forgot, I forgot. I, about you that. Get to I have there. a guaranteed seat every, <laughs> every Sunday. Every Sunday. So I was like, every, nah. hey, every event, mm -hmm. you have a seat in the choir. Mm. I, yeah, I didn't like that either. I'm in the choir too because I was like, oh, I get a guaranteed seat. It's packed in here. Let me go sit right up there. Oh, I got a whole booth. I'm away from everybody. I'm just going upstairs to my booth and wow. be like, "Yep, sound good. Sound is good." Mm, but anywho and anywho, um, so we just going. Yeah, there. yeah. You know how we get. But Drip, look, y'all. now memory We lane. just want to throw that out to y'all. I hope y'all really heard what he was speaking about because although he's been in this business for what you say, forty years, mm -hmm. that's a long time. For real. For real. For real. And and some of the things he said is so key. And 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 Jay, myself, and Chris, you know, we're, we're pushing ourselves to go to another level in in our ministries and mm -hmm. in our independent artistries. You know, we're pushing ourselves. Just pray. You know, yeah, and pray, but and that's the main thing. But I'm just saying this. You know, after you know, experiencing something we all have seen, be careful on what you put out. Yeah, you boy. Know? Yeah. yeah, be careful on what you put out. Actually, As a matter of fact, be careful add, who you work with. Let, that too. And, and let's add on to this. Think about your project before everything. And think about how much, I, I learned this today from one of my mentors. How much does that dollar really cost you? Mm -hmm. how, much do, how much time, how much effort, who are you really dealing with? What do they want from it? Are they really going to put in their 100% like you? There's so much things to to match with when you talk about just right, one let's project. Move on. Let's move on. I have a lot of good <laughs> we, we, we know you do. We know you move do. On. It's all good. It's let's a soft spot. It's a soft spot. But it's all good. <laughs> but we just want to throw that out to y'all because we know a lot of people are trying, especially here in Vegas. Everybody named Mama is an artist now. And um, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, all right, <laughs> Chris. Look, we just want y'all to know we love y'all. We're not throwing no shade or anything, but we just want to see people do better. That's we, all. And, and, and I want to put it like this, and I talked to Dr. Clay about this, and I think this is going to go into fruition. If people come, they come, but with the knowledge that everybody have here in this room, plus with our partnerships 
outside Las Vegas, around this world, managers for, you know, that, that in the industry. So we know what they want. Mm -hmm. There's the whole reason, like I, I tell people all the time, Pastor Jay is not a person that's going to pigeonhole nobody, but I'm not going to embarrass myself for you. Exactly. I'm going to be honest. I deal with a lot of people in industry that is up there and I'm not going to vouch for somebody I can't if you ain't did your due diligence, mm -hmm. I could oversee some things like, Oh, you ain't had enough money and you, this is what you provide. Mm -hmm. If you could do your due diligence and I could promote it, I will promote it. But if you are half stepping and just expecting the world, you're probably not going to get it because I have a brand mm -hmm. as me, pastor Jay, not even with anointed radio. Cause a lot of times the people that's, that is coming to anointed radio are my friends. Mm -hmm. These are the friends I have that's in the industry that I talk to, not just on the radio station. And they tell me their standards and I will give you the political answer. But if you go to them, they're going to give you the raw answer. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to help people understand those things where it's like, hey, no, nah, do this. I'm not I'm, I'm kind of valid telling you what to do. Like, you know, when somebody's telling you like, well, you should. It's, you know, it is. It, it, you you should do this. Mm -hmm. If you, I'm going to just put this gym out there and we close it. If you are coming to Stellar and you do not have your music on all digital platforms, do not talk about your music. I'm going to be so honest because you bringing your CD to somebody is not going to work. You not, <laughs> you not, you bring in, because they want to be able to be on their phone, on going back to New Orleans, mm -hmm. Dallas, you know, New York, Chicago, and listen to the playlist of all these artists that they met mm -hmm. to be like, mm, oh, I like that. I'm going to add that on my radio station. Or I'm like, oh, I should have my A&R person reach out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm giving you all some real wisdom right now because a lot of people get their feelings hurt. But it's because you have stepping. I'm being so transparent right now because this I want to see somebody from Vegas succeed. I'm pushing for everybody. Outside of Vegas. I want you to push yourself to be a brand that when you go to Chicago, they're like, that's that artist from Las Vegas. She about to tear it down. He about to tear it down. Because mm. we say that about everybody's state but ours. And it's sad to say it. You know, we need somebody. To go out and be able to be outside the revivals of Las Vegas because there's a bigger pond out there. Yes, there's a bigger place where they need your memory. It can't, we see how these award shows are going. We see the same people all the time with the same ministry. That's like going to a church and you just see the same Maybe. folk songs yeah. that they have every Sunday. Guess what? There's somebody out there that's looking for a flavor that might be your flavor, but you got to come right and like how, um, Magic Murray said, you got to put in the time yeah. mm -hmm. and definitely. everything. If you don't know something, ask somebody. Cool. Like my grandmama used to say, if you don't know it, ask somebody. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. somebody will tell you YouTube. or Google mm -hmm. or YouTube. That we got too much technology That's right. that you don't know. That's you right. don't know about copyright. You don't know about distribution. You don't know about how to make, you know album sleeves and, and, and marketing materials. Mm -hmm. And, and there's even people out there that will market you yep. with your whole PR stuff. Why am I saying it like this? Because I'm really want somebody to succeed, but they got to put in the effort y'all. It's cool to be, to be the local queen and king of, the, of your city. If that's what all you want, 
But if you really want to do this music for real, because you believe in the ministry that you have in your song, your dance, your rap, your your comic, your whatever, Las Vegas, let's stand up and let's do this for real. Mm -hmm. And if you come to me like that, I will come and help you. But I can't help you if you can't help yourself. You're not going to listen to advice. A lot of managers ain't going to pick you up in the first place. Mm -hmm. And if you got a manager and you think you you making it, how many have you booked so far and how far have you got outside this city? I'm being transparent tonight. I'm, I, I don't know why I'm doing it, but I feel like people got to hear the truth for them to actually grow because uncomfortable situations make you grow. Mm -hmm. You really got to reflect to yourself. Why am I doing this? What am I getting from this? Am I doing efforts to to be just half stepping it or am I putting efforts because I want to really do this? If you really want to do this. I'm telling you right now, tonight, rededicate yourself to really doing it for real. Mm -hmm. Learn what you need to learn. Put out what you need to put out. Reach out to the person that you reach out. Everybody ain't got to be your friend, but you can learn something from everybody. Because this industry ain't about friends. I'm going to be real with you. There's a lot of people that you're going to have to work with. There's going to be a lot of club owners. There's going to be a lot of churches. There's going to be a lot of whatever your industry is that they might not even like you. Mm -hmm. But because you're in demand. They call you. Mm -hmm. That's where we go back to. Don't let your emotions overrule logic. Because everybody ain't going to like you. But if, as long as you doing what you're supposed to do that God gifts you with, you all right. So just do it. So just do it. That's what Nike said. I had to put that <laughs> rant out there. You ran it. You feel I, better? Yeah. Okay, good. Amen. Cletus. Him release. <laughs> I had that rent in. I'm like, man, That's Jesus. The end of the show. We can't say nothing else. You're right. Oh, we're going to. I got voted out in five. <laughs> I was preaching for five. I had to walk out this Anglican church. I ain't got time. <laughs> oh, because I, I was fussing instead of prophesizing. <laughs> you a dictate. <laughs> Amen. And with that being said, we'll. See you all. We'll see y'all on Sunday. Love y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>